This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Good Thursday afternoon. Thanks for uh, hanging out with me this afternoon. And uh, it's a topic that I think might be near and dear to your heart, especially if there is someone near and dear to your heart, as in maybe an elderly family member. And it all has to do with the the drugs that they are prescribed. And I actually use the word drugs because it seems the older we get, the more drugs that are prescribed to us. And what does that do, especially when you're combining drugs? And do doctors always know the effects that one drug may have on another? I want to bring in my guest this half hour, Dr. Sarah Allen. She's a professor with the University of Toronto's Institute of Health Policy Management and Evaluation. And she is the lead author in a recent study that looked at just this thing. Hello, Dr. Allen. Hello, Angela. Nice to be here. Give me an idea of the study and especially your focus on the drugs that seniors are prescribed and sometimes the complications that results in. Sure. So this study looked at a population of seniors in Ontario and um, tried to tried to estimate the whether it was riskier to be on more drugs or if it was protective. Like, does it help you um, in terms of your health or is it associated with increased risk? And what we found was that as the number of drugs increases that you're on, and many seniors are on multiple medications, so on average about seven or eight drugs per year. But as that number goes up, what we found was that seniors were at increased risk of being hospitalized or visiting an emergency department in that same year. And so after we controlled for all the things we can observe, like their health status and whether they used health services in the past and tried to get a sample of people who were generally similar but had different levels of medication use, they seemed to have this increased risk of hospitalization, so suggesting that it was riskier to be on more medications. Well, that's not heartening at all to listen to because you're thinking, all right, obviously you said that they're on probably on average seven drugs a year. And so the more drugs they're on, you'd think, okay, all their issues are being dealt with. But in fact, you say they end up in hospital more often with the more drugs they take. Yes, that's correct. And what was interesting about the study also is that it replicates a study from the United States, which showed the reverse effect. So in each additional prescription that a senior was on in the United States was associated with a reduced risk of hospitalization. So we were expecting to find something similar but with the Ontario data, but we found the reverse. So we found a significantly increased risk of hospitalization, although it's a small risk. It's not a, it's a significant um, but modest uh, increase in risk in a given year. Now it's confusing when you say it was a bit different in the U.S., but yeah. as you say, it was a smaller risk, but it still is there. Were you, yeah. able, were you able to look, Sarah, at maybe common drugs that most seniors are prescribed? We didn't look at individual drugs. This was a population-level study, but there's a pretty large literature around which drugs are more risky or potentially harmful for people to be on. There's a Canadian deprescribing network that's focusing on targeting the most risky drugs and getting clinicians to really 
flag when they're prescribing them and to have conversations with their patients around when they should be discontinued. And there's also a literature around which drugs interact with each other. And again, you know, pharmacists work closely with physicians to make those decisions. But this study was really looking at, at a population level, when you, you know, on average, when you take more drugs, does this protect you from entering hospital as we found, as was found in the United States, or is it increasing your risk? And so, you know, suggesting that we should probably examine the medications we're on to see if any of them could be removed and discontinued. How did they end up in hospital? What were, what led them to hospital then? Well, this study just captured all hospitalizations. Okay. So on average, about 15% of people who are over age 65 do end up being hospitalized in a given year. And about 30% of them end up visiting an ED. And when you look at the whole population of seniors and you know, statistically controlling for their level of health and other characteristics, just looking at whether they have an increase, a number, um, increased number of drugs, then that impacts their, their overall risk of hospitalization for any reason. What do we take away from this then, Sarah? Because I, I know I have listeners who are concerned about the number of drugs that their elderly parents may be on. So what are we supposed to do? Make sure they're not on them or ensure that pharmacists and doctors are aware of some of the interactions that these drugs would have? I think the main takeaway from this is that if you are on many drugs or you know or care for someone who is, that the next time you talk to your GP or your main point of contact with healthcare, that you review all the drugs. Look at them all as a package. It's not just one drug treating one illness. You, you know, look at it as a, as a whole. Maybe talk to your pharmacist when you're getting them prescribed just to get a sense of if any of them are potentially harmful, if any of them are interacting, and just have that take that time and have the conversation with your provider to see if you could reduce the number because we do find that there is an increased risk as the number increases. And I guess, as you said, your study just looked at the number of hospital visits. You weren't breaking it down to see if they were going to the hospital because they had broken a hip when they got confused with some medication. You weren't able to get that that specific? No, but you could enter a hospital for many different reasons. And and even if an adverse drug event isn't the main reason, it could still be an interaction of the drugs. As you say, it could cause confusion, lead to a, a hip fracture and so on. They're, they could still be drug-related, even if it's not coded as such. So we took a really global view of all of hospitalizations to be as comprehensive as possible. Did you have a sense of how often drugs are even reviewed as far as a patient? Because I'm wondering if you start to hit your 60s and your 70s and whether or not they're reviewed to say, you don't need to take this particular drug anymore, or is it just a case of uh, they've been on it and they continue to be on the particular drug? Yeah, to my knowledge, there aren't any comparable uh, data showing like to what extent people are spending time reviewing their medications. I know different provinces have different programs in place, like Ontario has a med check, BC has a similar med check. I'm not sure what, what's in place in Alberta, but the... It, you know, we don't know how many people aren't reviewing these lists. And so it is important if there are listeners and people who read the study, they do ask for it and request it from their pharmacist or from their doctor. And I also wonder if that age group is, well, they've they've been raised to be quick to get a prescription as opposed to question why they're being prescribed a particular drug or looking at alternatives. 
I think that's true for most of us. You know, we often go to a doctor mainly with the objective of getting a prescription. Yeah. So I think that's true of all ages, and it's probably a, it's going to take a while to have a bit of a culture shift to start questioning, you know, that more is not always better. Yeah, because I think some people would say, okay, I've got all these drugs, I should be healthier. But in fact, if your <laughs> research showed, no, you're actually spending more time in the hospital, maybe it's a chance to, to look at the overall package here then. Exactly. Dr. Allen, thanks for starting the conversation with us. Thanks so much. Dr. Sarah Allen, she's a professor with the University of Toronto's Institute of Health, Policy Management and Evaluation and uh, the lead author in this particular study. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.